All right, today we're going to be in Genesis chapter 49. This is the second to last chapter in Genesis. But first, I got a surprise for you. If you go to Christian, if you go on YouTube and search up Christian Boy Podcast, my channel should pop up. You should be able to see the Christian Boy Podcast channel. Now, I'm going to be posting a whole lot of stuff on there. There should be a link in the description, too, for this podcast episode. So go ahead and go check it out. You should you should see it. You should see it. It's going to be cool. I just have a welcome video on there. There's going to be other stuff that's going to be posted eventually pretty soon. So, yeah, check that out. But anyway, back to Genesis 49. This chapter is basically Jacob. He knows he's about to die. He tells all his sons about themselves, basically. That's what the whole chapter is about. Then at the end, he tells them where to, he blesses each one of them, and then he tells them where to bury him at. So yeah, he tells his kids all about themselves, then he tells them where to bury him at, he blesses them, then tells them where to bury him at. So that's what we're going to see. So let's get right into it on the Christian Boy Podcast. Our memory verse for the week comes from Psalm 43. Verse three, it says, send your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. Then Jacob called his sons and said, gather around and I will tell you what will happen to you in the days to come. Come together and listen, sons of Jacob. Listen to your father, Israel. Reuben, You are my firstborn, my strength, and the firstfruits of my virility. Excelling in prominence, excelling in power. Turbulent as water, you will no longer excel, because you got into your father's bed and you defiled it. He got into my bed. Simeon and Levi are brothers. Their knives are vicious weapons. May I never enter their council. May I never join their assembly. For in their anger they they kill men. And on a whim, they hamstring oxen. Their anger is cursed, for it is strong, and their fury, for it is cruel. I will disperse them throughout Jacob and scatter them throughout Israel. Judah, your brothers will praise you. Your hand will be on the necks of your enemies. Your father's sons will bow down to you. Judah is a young lion. My son, you return from the kill. He crouches. He lies down like a lion or a lioness. Who dares to rouse him? The scepter will not depart from Judah or or the staff from between his feet until he who is right comes and the obedience of the peoples belong to him. He ties his donkey to a vine and the cult of his donkey to the choice vine. He washes his clothes in wine and his robes in the blood of grapes. His eyes are darker than wine, and his teeth are whiter than milk. Zebulon will live by the seashore, and will be a harbor for ships, and his territory will be next to Sidon. Issachar is a strong donkey, lying down between the saddlebags. He saw that his resting place was good, and that the land was pleasant, so he leaned his shoulder to bear the load and became a forced laborer. Dan will judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. He will be a snake by the road, a viper beside the path that bites the horse's heels so that its rider falls back. I wait for you, salvation. I wait for your salvation, Lord. Gad will be attacked by raiders, 
but he will attack their hills. Asher's food will be rich, and he will produce royal delicacies. Nephitali is a doe set free that bears beautiful farms. Joseph is a fruitful vine, a fruitful vine beside a spring. Its branches climb over the wall. The archers attacked him, shot at him, and were hostile toward him. Yet his bow remained steady, and his strong arms were made agile. By the hands of the mighty one of Jacob, by the name of the shepherd, the rock of Israel, by the God of your father who helps you, and by the Almighty who blesses you with blessings of the heavens above, blessings of the deep that lies below, and blessings of the breast of the womb and the womb. The blessing of your father excel, the blessing of my ancestor and the bounty, bounty of the eternal hills. May they rest on the head of Joseph, on the crown of the prince of his brothers. Benjamin is a wolf. He tears his prey. In the morning he devours the prey, and in the evening he divides the plunder. These are the twelve tribes of Israel, twelve in all, and this was what their father said to them. He blessed them, and he blessed each one with a suitable blessing. Then he commanded them, I am about to be gathered to my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave in the field of Ephron the Hittite. The cave is in the field at Machpelah near Mamre in the land of Canaan. This is the field Abraham purchased from Ephron the Hittite as a burial site. Abraham and his wife Sarah are buried there. Isaac and his wife Rebekah are buried there. And I buried Leah there. The field and the cave in it were purchased from the Hittites. When Jacob had finished instructing his sons, he drew his feet into into the bed and died. He was gathered to his people. Okay, in verses 1 and 2, Jacob calls all his sons to him and tells them to listen to what he has to say. Verses 3 to 4, Reuben is called the first fruits. And then he is told that he is turbulent water because he and he will not excel any longer because he slept with Bela. And you can see this in Genesis 35, verse 22. And then we have Simeon and Levi are told that their anger is a curse and that their knives are vicious because they killed Shechem in Genesis 34, verse 25. And then we see Jacob exalts Judah, calling him a young lion and says that the scepter will not depart from him. Verse 13, he says that Zebulon Zebulon will live by the seashore and harbor ships. Verses 14 through 15, Issachar is called a strong donkey and a forced laborer. Verse 16 through 18, Dan is called a judge. Dan is also called a viper in the road that bites at snake's heels. Verse 19 says that Gad will be attacked by raiders, but he will attack their hills. And then verse 20, Asher will produce royal delicacies. Verse 21, Nephitali is called a doe that bears beautiful children. Verses 22 through 26, Joseph is called a fruitful vine by a spring and is called blessed. Verse 27, Benjamin is called a wolf who tears its prey. Then in verse 28, Jacob blesses each one of his children and bless them suitably, according to the verse. 
And in verse 29 to 33, Jacob tells them where to bury him, where his father and mother was buried, where his grandma and grandpa was buried, and where he buried Leah. And then he draws his feet into bed and he dies. So there's a there's a, a few things that I see that I don't possibly fully agree with. First thing is that Jacob tells his sons about themselves before he dies, right? So after waiting about 20 years, he finally condemns probably even more, 20 or more years, he finally condemns Reuben for his actions against Bilhah, the mother of some of his children. And he chooses this moment to do so. I find this very sad. Here's why. Here's why. Why wait this long to condemn your son? He didn't say anything in Genesis 35, but he waits until he's about to die to actually condemn him for his action. I think the to condemn him earlier would have been better than to condemn him on his deathbed, but that's just me. The second, yeah, the second reason was why do it on your deathbed? And then he's he's harsh to Simeon and Levi, forgetting the way that God protected them after they had done what they had done. God protected them from all the other nations and how he had already condemned them in Genesis 34. He condemned them already. So why is he doing it again? Is what I, I'm on. And then he praises Judah, the same Judah who cheats his daughter-in-law, the one who causes Joseph to lie, to, to be enslaved. I'm only bringing this up because, you know, I'm only bringing this up to be fair because Jacob scolds, scolding is selective. He only scolded Reuben and Levi and Simeon, but he, he doesn't scold Judah for actually being the one who encouraged his brothers to sell Joseph into slavery. But anyway, Zebulon is blessed. Issachar is told he is a donkey. Dan is called a judge. Gad is told he will be attacked. Asher is called rich food. Nephitali a doe. Joseph is blessed, a fruitful vine. And Benjamin is a wolf. I don't know what's up with all these animal analogies, but they're very interesting. Of all the final words, very few were right. Very few of the people had a right to be happy from the final words that they received from their father. Like if I am... Um, who is that? If I am Gad, I'm actually kind of afraid. I'm going to be attacked. Father, what do you mean by that? I'm going to have to fight people? I don't want to know that. You know? I don't want that to be a part of what I get. Some of them don't have a right to be happy for what he said to them. Maybe it's just me, but final words should be happy and filled with hope for the future for all. Instead, instead, he's told, Gad is told he's going to be attacked. Dan is told that he's a donkey and different things like that. That is very sad. Now, to be fair, you might be saying, but Achille in verse, give me a second. You might be saying, but Achille in verse 28, he blessed all of them suitably. I feel you. I feel you. But still at the same time, what are you going to remember more? You remember more what people say to you and more what people uh, say in harshness than you do what they said in pleasantness. That's why I got this verse here. Proverbs 16, 24 says, pleasant words are a honeycomb. Sweet to the taste and health to the body. We've had this as a memory verse before, and I think I mentioned it on the Wisdom Wednesday for Proverbs chapter 16. So why didn't why didn't Jacob speak uh, pleasantly with all his children? Perhaps by condemning them, he assured and, and hoped they would do better in their future. Maybe that's the reason. My only problem with it is that he waited until he was leaving to say something. Matthew 18 verse 15 says, maybe, well, we should read it. Give me a second. Let me find it. Matthew 18, verse 15. 
says, give me a second, guys. Be patient. Don't worry, I'm getting there. All right, Matthew 18, verse 15. It says, if your brother sins against you, go and rebuke him in private. If he listens to you, you have won a brother. So yeah, like, how have J- how have, how hasn't Jacob heard Jesus' saying? You know, how hasn't he heard that Jesus said to go and and make things right by himself? By the way, this is a joke. I just want to make sure that's heard so that nobody thinks I'm going crazy here. But no. You know, maybe he heard Jesus say this and tried by himself and failed to convince his sons alone. So he brought them together. By the way, I'm I'm kidding again. So maybe he did hear it from him. <laughs> but you know, you know, that's why we should think of these situations. I if I were Joseph Jacob, I wouldn't have waited until I was dying to actually condemn my sons. I would have done it earlier in life and saved my latter years for being peaceful and kind to them. Now he did bless them. So let me know what you guys think about this. You can text me at 662-371-8877. And don't forget, First Christian Boy YouTube video is up. Don't be too excited about it. It's just a welcome video. But yeah, it's up. Actually, be excited about it. It's up. Don't forget, you can text me. Let me know what you think about Genesis 49. Very interesting chapter. A lot happens. And it's very interesting. But anyway, God bless you all. Have a blessed day or night or however, whenever you're listening to this podcast. But God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Christian Boy Podcast. To stay in touch with our podcast, you can go to christianboypodcast.com. You can listen to episodes, read the newest newsletter, support our podcast, and actually link to the YouTube now. So yeah, there's a lot of ways to stay connected. You can text me at 662-371-8877 if you ever want to send a a compliment or you want to send a question or you want to send a comment on any of the episodes. You also can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the at Christian Boy Podcast. And yeah, as I just mentioned, we're on YouTube. You can search us up Christian Boy Podcast YouTube page. So, yeah, there's a lot of ways to stay connected. By the way, God bless you and have a great week.